It's the best. The best. The best of Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031. When you spend top dollar for crap quality. Oh, God. Welcome to Wednesday. <laughs> We've all been there. You spend, like, the most amount of money, and you try to safeguard your... Your investment, and then you take it home. You're just like, I'm an what? idiot. God, this is garbage. God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so this happened to you yesterday. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I actually retold the story last night to my husband just because it made me feel better to own up to my own idiocracy. And he just laughed. He he did. It. He laughed at me, and I was like, Well, at least this is funny. I was like, At least I'm entertaining you. You you paid top dollar for com- uh, comedic content. Exactly. I paid for my husband to think I'm funny. So what happened was yesterday, my uh, my best friend had uh, a hip replacement actually last week. Okay. Um, fairly serious, you know, little surgery there with, you know, decent amount of recovery and physical therapy and all that fun stuff. Absolutely. So um, obviously she's been at home resting and kind of laying low. And I went by yesterday to bring her um, like a coffee, you know, like one to stop by and just like drop by and hang out with her, you know. Well, that's cool. You know, just give her, you know, I've been giving her like a minute to like, you know, process all of her painkillers and stuff. So it's like, how are we doing today? Well, you know that it's me. Well, you know I'm here. Um, So I was like, I'll grab us like some coffees or an iced tea and and I'll come over and we'll hang out for a couple hours before I have to go pick up the kids from school. She's like, great. I was like, what do you want? She's like, I want an unsweetened iced tea. You got it, sister. So I realized on my way to her, I'm like, I really should grab some some nice flowers. And I had every intention. I'd go to this one florist near our house I always go to. They're amazing. I realized that I forgot flowers until I'm, like, already where she likes to get, like, her tea from. So I'm like, oh, damn it. So you're past the point. I'm past the point. Right, so I'm okay. like, all right. But I got time to grab flowers from another place that I know is near where I'm going. Bob's. Bob's. Bob's Flower. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll go grab, you know, flowers first and I'll come back and get us our iced teas and I'll head to her house. So I walk in to the flower cooler of this place where they already have the arrangements done. Normally there's like eight or 10 arrangements in there and you can just, you know, grab one and go. Right. Makes it kind of simple. Right. So I get in there and I'm like, well, these are not great. I mean, like (laughs) all eight of them were like, okay. What do you expect from a racetrack? Uh, it was a really, it's a really nice floor. So that's that's the point is even the least expensive one, the least expensive one, still pretty damn expensive for a, fl- for a floral arrangement. Okay. So I'm like, crap. I'm like, all right, well, I got to get something here. So I get one of them. And even as I'm carrying it out of the floral cooler up to hand it to the guy I'm thinking like is he gonna look at this and be like god this thing sucks and I'm gonna be like right this thing blows <laughs> let me do is, some quality control this is really bad like the roses are like dying the lilies are like barely open I'm sitting there looking at this thing like yeah here take my money but this thing sucks and you know it my iced teas are gonna cost less and be better like oh god so I'm literally walking out of there with my sad arrangement right and he's the best part is he's like let me put it in a in a cardboard box for you so it doesn't leak. I go, it can leak all at once. This thing's going to be dead in three hours. Well, at least really... it'll, it'll die in a contained space. It's, I mean, this thing is literally going to die soon. So <laughs> the whole time. And it's bad because the whole time I'm thinking to myself, this is just awful. Like, literally, what a waste of my money. But at the, at the same time, I'm still going through with it. I'm still doing it. And so, get you know, get our iced teas. And I get there. And I walk in, and I'm carrying... The best part is in the car, I pull up, and I'm like, oh, my God, this thing sucks. It got sadder. It got sadder in the light, Mm -hmm. you know, in the bright light of my car, in the light of day. Well, plants don't like sunlight. I was like, I even took one of the roses out because it looked so awful. I was like, you're staying here. This is... I mean, you're the... You're the... I have so many questions stocking up here. It doesn't matter. It's just... it, It doesn't matter. I literally took one of the roses out, and I was like, I'll get that to Vail when I pick her up from school because this thing is awful. I'll give my daughter a dead flower. It's She'll love it. <laughs> she'll think it's amazing. I'm like, oh, my God, this thing sucks. So I'm trying to, like, even finagle it so it kind of looks like, like, kind of like perk you guys up a little bit. And I'm like, You're fluffing the flat I'm pillow. I'm fluffing. Exactly. It's just not good. So the best part is I walk in her house. I'm like, hi, honey. And um, her son's there, and he's like, oh, good, more flowers. I'm like, 
look around her living room, and I kid you not when I say there were probably 10 different flower arrangements that were absolutely stunning. As if she had died. It looked like the lobby of the Breakers Hotel. If you have been to the lobby of the Breakers Hotel, you know what I mean. It is like, it literally looked like just a florist threw up in there. And they were gorgeous, gorgeous flowers everywhere. Beautiful pinks and greens and everything wrapped with the leaves and the vases. And I was like. You have a box of weeds. Crap. (laughs) So I literally didn't even show them to her. I was so sad. I'm like, honey, I did. So I like go over and start talking to her. And I literally like take the my sad little flower box uh-huh. and I just put them over in the corner by like a lamp. Like I was like By Here. the trash? Pretty much. Like there's a lamp in the corner with like a little table and some books on there. And I kind of just like threw it over there. Didn't even show them to her because I was just so sad about my purchase. And I was just like. Oh, screw it. Why did you go through the flower purchase if they were that sad? Because I really didn't want to come with without flowers. But like, you had iced teas. That's all she would probably want. It's still, it's just I wanted to bring more. Like, you know, I, I wanted to, like, show up with flowers. And I was just kind of like. I mean, did they sell anything else in the florist? Pressed for time. Yeah, I mean, like a pot. I'm sure she would have loved to just Bring hey, her a pot. I brought you a beautiful you blue. Here's a pot. Clay pot. In fact, you can take all these other arrangements. From around the room that are gorgeous and put the best of in a pot. I know you have been just aching for a garden gnome. So look, I brought you one. I brought you Bo- a boom. little garden gnome. There you go. You enjoy this guy. We can name him if you want. He looks right? like an Elvis to me. What do you think? I mean, it, you have ten beautiful arrangements of oh, flowers. Beautiful. Like there, like there's a wake being held and you come in with a box of lawn trimmings. Right, yeah, no, you're not telling me anything I don't already know. I was there. Yeah, no. I mean, no, just no. leave them in the car. No, I mean, I mean, it was, it was, oh, I mean, you know. It was, be like, it was, you go, oh, look at all these flowers. You know what? I'll be right back. I forgot something in the car. And then throw that stuff in the back no, seat and forget about a it. a bag of crap. <laughs> so bad. It's a, it's a box of crap. How's your hip? It's really great. <laughs> How good are these iced teas, though, right? All right, if you've ever. It's fresh lemon. It's have, freshly squeezed lemon. Have you ever spent top dollar on something that turned out to be crap? What was it? Awful. Call or text 855-400-9475. This is Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. What was it that inspired you to start, let's just say, exercising again? Call or text 855-400-9475. What got you off the couch? Okay, because, and actually... In all sincerity, this is a behind-the-scenes look at Tim and Chelsea. Uh, this started from, like, an off-air conversation between me and you yesterday, right? Yes. Where you asked me what? I asked you when the last time was that you worked out. Like, serious, like, like in a, for extended amounts right, of time. Right, because we've been together, like, for... Ma- magical. Four magical years. Right, right. Each day better than the next. Of course. Oh, God, and- we changed the script. And I think, like, when we first met, like, you were, like, a runner. You were running a lot. Then we went through this period where you were, like, buying all the weights on, like, Craigslist and eBay and all the things during COVID. You had, like, a whole gym. Going to shady people's garages. Right? And then you were working out at your clubhouse. I mean, I feel like I've gone through a lot of different... Phases. Phases with you. Right. And so I just asked the other day. I was like, oh, so, like, you know, kind of, like, I got the impression... When you say things like, you know, I go home and I nap for six hours or I watch, you know, three movies in a row, I'm like, how do you have time to, like, work out in that period? Well, first of all, all working out stops when it's rush hour one, two, and three. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, all right. If I'm going to be if I'm gonna be completely so honest. Asked, so I asked. So I asked, you know, when was the last time that you, like, you know, worked out? Last time I was on a workout regimen was actually probably about one year ago this time. Um, when I did that. That's only because we had a walking challenge. Well, it was like a whatever, 10,000 step type type of thing and all that sort of stuff. And I went to the nth degree. But that motivated you. And me and Diener were like, we're going to do this and we're going to kick everybody, everybody's butt in the company and blah, blah, blah. After that, I I just, okay, here's the thing. There's just, I have just no motivation to do it. No motivation. I'm going to be completely honest. I could care less about it. Really? Like you're, you're. A religious worker outer type yes. of thing. Yeah. And yes, when I was running, I was running every single day yeah. and doing all that sort of stuff. 
and counterbalancing the the cardio with the weights and all that. Mm-hmm. But right after, I just lost it. Huh. I just have absolutely, and this sounds weird, but I just have absolutely no desire, nor do I give a crap about working out. And I know that I should be, right? Mm-hmm. I should be. For my health, I'm not getting younger. I'm going the opposite way. Right. So I know I should be doing this, but meh. And I'll tell you, the one killer thing is when I go home, because um, w- when I was running and all that sort of stuff, I would come home from the show, literally drop everything, change, and go running. Like, right. Like in one yeah. swell move. Yeah. I come home now. I sit on the couch for one second, game over. Well, and I agree with that. Just because of... <laughs> I, I get it, because how early that we get up, um, our schedules are a little tricky and a little off, and a lot of people in our industry will go home and nap, and you kind of have, like, then you get up and you have, like, part two of your day. Yeah, day two. So, and I feel you, because I know that ride home for me to Boynton, which is, like, only 25 minutes. That's a head bobber. But when you're in the car, you're like, oh, my God, I'm crashing, I'm crashing, I'm crashing. Like, you're, you're not physically guys i meant like mentally you're going down like right. you're just kind of like it starts to sink in you're kind of coming down off of like you know being you know oh we're so quick witted and funny all morning to like just kind of like mellowing out and kind of shutting your brain down and by the time i pull into my neighborhood i'm like oh my, God, my couch would be so good right now oh you know what would be even better like my nice cold bed Right. Nice cold sheets would be oh great. my god i'm freezing so i feel you that you have to literally get out of your car Go put on your gym clothes and go do your workout right right then and there. It cannot wait. You cannot eat. (laughs) You cannot have anything in between pulling your car in a driveway from either changing your workout clothes and working out or going right to a gym. Well, here's the thing, though. It is non-negotiable. Mentally, I've become Dr. Strange. I can cast a spell over my mind that will divert me from doing that. Right. Like going, oh, maybe I'll I'll look at this piece of mail. Yeah. Oh, I better sit down to (laughs) read. I mean, anything. I, I also get to that point, too, and I get it because I, I believe you. I, I I hear you, and for me, it's the mental focus of my day, which is crazy, is doing stuff that's good for my mental health and working out as a part of my what we call the wellness corner. Like, I do certain things that will make me mentally feel better right. through the day and working out as part of it. Um, but I will tell you that it is like – it is very, very difficult, and especially for me, I'll be like, if I don't do it right away, it's like, well, I'll do it, you know, I'll pick the kids up from school, and then I'll do it, like, 4.30 when they're, like, playing in their rooms. No, you won't. Okay, well, here's... No, you won't. <laughs> here, here is the here's the other side of that little cube, right? So, what I've been trying to do is, uh, like, I, I get through phases, like, I, I try to eat something, like, healthy and, like, this sad crap oatmeal here. Right. Um, but then I get sick of it, I'm like, Whatever. But by the time I get home, I, I could eat an entire cow. Oh, yeah. I'm starving right. at, like, 11. At 11, I can sit down and do a full, you so know, lunch. I've got the worst of all worlds, and <laughs> I've become very complacent with that. Right. So so you wanted the answer. That That is that is as honest as I'm going to get. It's all on the table. Yeah. I mean, I it just – it. There's nothing that is is motivating or inspiring for me to go out and do that. And here's the thing is that when I was balancing the, you know, the running or the walking and the weights and all this sort of stuff, I just get bored with it. Just bored. Well, I think you just need to, like, change it up. You need things that are different. Um, you need, like, a plan, you know, so that you're doing – And because I get that. Like, you don't want something that's monotonous. You want to be able to do stuff that's different. And I think you just have to remember how – when you are doing it, how good you actually feel. Your energy is actually better the next day better throughout the day if you're doing that. All right. You know, if you're it, not like just like bleh. you're just anybody, tired all the time. If anybody has any advice, 855-400-9475, call or text. If you've gone through something like this yourself, like you, you know, you were working out, you were exercising all that sort of stuff and then you're just like, "Hey, I'm over that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm done with that chapter of my life." <laughs> right. So, uh what if anybody has any advice, 855-400 9475 call or text right now. What was it that inspired you to get back to exercising and working out on a regular basis? Talk about that next with Tim and Chelsea. It's New Country 1031.
Everybody has drama. Some people like sharing it on the radio. Can we have one morning without all the drama? That's why we have Forgive and Forget with Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. It's not shocking that, especially these days, a lot of kids are getting out of college or leaving college and they're moving back in with their parents. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Save some money. So, I mean, like if your kids needed to move back in, would you let them? Not really sure. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, this is what Aaron... I mean, I, I guess I would, but there's there would definitely have to be some reasons as to why and how long and, and whatnot. I mean, I didn't do that. I mean, I went and got my own, you know, job and a, an apartment and everything. So I, there'd have to be a lot of questions. Well, this is what Aaron's going through right now. Aaron, you there, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good morning. Hi. Uh, we're good, dude. Listen, all right, so you just... It says here you completed your freshman year of college, right? Yeah, I just finished my first year. Oh, so how did it go, and why are you moving back in with your parents? Well, it, it wasn't my favorite, honestly. I don't know. Everybody always talked about the freedom you got after high school, but it kind of felt like more work. There's just more class, more responsibility. I, I just don't think college is really for me. All right. Okay, so college isn't for you. So, okay. I mean, did you go out and get a job or something? Yeah. I mean, after I finished my freshman year, I just got a job with UPS, and I'm also doing Uber Eats. So I feel like I just transferred the responsibility to something that could actually make me money instead of just doing college because I feel like it's useless. All right. So, but you have to move back in with your parents. Now, what's the problem there? Well, when I was in college, my parents are covering my rent. But right. now that I decided I maybe think college isn't for me, rent is now on my shoulders. And with the price of housing, I just can't really afford it right now. Like, I'm trying to get on my feet and get started with everything, and, and it's too expensive. All right. Now, what are your parents doing when you have to move in back with them? Well, at first, they weren't really too keen on the idea. So eventually, they said that if I do move back with them, I'm going to have to end up paying rent plus a third of the utilities plus a third of the grocery bill. And, okay. All right. So, I mean, what's the problem with that? You don't want to. Well, I guess to put it simply, I don't want to, but I feel like it's more practical than that because I'm moving home so I can try and save money. So if they're going to make me pay the same amount of money that I'm going to have to pay on rent anyway or close to that, it's not really fair. Like, I feel like if they were going to pay for school, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's unfair. All right. So you haven't moved back in. So you're still deciding this and you haven't talked to your dad that you have a problem with him. Well, when he talked to me about it, he kind of just made it seem like, of course, that's normal. Yeah, you're going to start paying rent if you move back. But. I didn't really say anything at the time. Okay. Okay. All right, so you want us to get your dad on the phone, and you want to tell him that you now have a problem with And you're this. not paying rent. Well, I was, if you guys could maybe try and help me out a little Hello. bit to make him see things from my point of view. Tim, you got this. You're a dad. Uh, I am a dad. Dad but, to dad. But you know what? I'm a mom, so you got this. Dad to dad. I haven't even talk, I haven't talked to Aaron's dad yet. Man and to man. I, I'm on his side. I would charge oh. him rent. Absolutely. But Uh-oh. we'll see how it goes. Aaron, can you hold on a second? We'll get your dad on the phone, all right? Yeah, okay. I'll be here. All right, hold on. I would absolutely charge my kids rent. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just thinking about it. I'm just wor- I'm worried how this is going to go. All right, we'll, we will get uh, Aaron's dad, David, on the phone here in like just a, a second. time. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm spiraling. It's New Country 1031. We'll get to your text here in just a few minutes. If you have an adult kid, for whatever reason needs or wants to move back in with you after they've left the house, do you charge them rent? Because this is what Aaron, he's on hold. He's going through this right now, finished his freshman year of college, said, you know what, this isn't for me. Which is fine. A lot of of kids go through that. Yeah. Absolutely not not a problem. He needs to move back in with his parents so he can save up enough money from his jobs to get his own place. Well, his dad and mom said, well, you can do that, but we're charging you rent. We're charging you a third of the utilities and a third of the grocery bills. And Aaron is uncool with that. He's he's not happy. So he's on hold right now. Let's get his dad, David, on the phone. Hello? Hi, we're looking for David. Yes, he. Hey, David, it's Tim and Chelsea over at New Country 1031. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. Listen, uh, we got a call from uh, your son, Aaron, uh, who said he's uh, thinking about moving back in with you guys for a little while. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we do pay about that. What, are, what, uh, what, did he, what did he let you guys know? Uh, well, yeah, in fact, yeah, he's actually he on the phone with us right now. Aaron, are you there? Mm-hmm. All right, Aaron, your dad's on the phone, so go ahead. Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> hi, Dad. Hey. Um, listen, I just 
think that it's a little unfair that you're charging me all this money for rent and stuff because I feel like it's going to keep me home longer, and I just wanted to talk to you and see if I could come home for free and, and stay with you guys. Oh, look, um, Eddie, we talked about this, and you're you're welcome to move home, okay, always. But those are the conditions that your mom and I came up with, and, you know, you've got you got some choices to make. And, I mean, that's what, you know, being an adult is. You've got to make choices and you've got to – and we we talked about this. I mean, it wasn't like we, we decided this in some, you know, um, backhanded way. I mean, we – your mom and I talked about this, and these are the conditions we come up with if, if you want to come home. I mean, that's the deal. But that – that is unfair. Like, I'm trying to save up for a deposit so I can get an apartment and move out, and you need first month, last month, you need a security deposit, like – if I'm paying you all this money, I'm not going to be able to do anything on the other side. Like, the goal isn't to live with you guys forever, and I, you're just not seeing it from my side of the, from the aisle. Oh, God. Well, I, I don't think that you're seeing it uh, from our side. Now, you think about your mother and I. We, we had to sacrifice and save uh, for an entire entire year so that you can go to school, and then all of a sudden you just come up and decide you don't want to go to college anymore. I mean, you've got to be an adult, and you have to you have to make decisions. And, and, and here's the thing about being an adult. Not only do you get to make your own decisions, which that's the cool part, the, 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 the un, kind of uncool part is sometimes when your decisions don't work out or, or they don't happen exactly the way you're going to, you've got to live with that and work with it. Man, like you're just not giving me any choice about anything. If you're gonna pay for my you got plenty of choices. Look, you've got plenty of choices. Either you can come home under the conditions we've laid down, or you know, you can go back to school, finish school, we'll pay for your room and board, we'll pay for the school because we've already budgeted that out, or you can pay us back the money that for this past year's tuition. And you've got some other choices too. I mean, if you, I, I realize you're working, you're, you know, you're working at UPS as a driver and whatnot. I get all that. <clears throat> I get you're making good money, and I get you've been in school since kindergarten. You know, <laughs> so you know, take even. I'll even go this far. Take a year off. You know, but but take a class or two online just to keep your keep your foot in the door, so that you know it's not so quite so hard to come back. Because believe me, when you leave school and then try to go back, it's going to be impossible. It's a good point. I, mm. I, I don't want to keep talking back. I, I just I think I might need some time to think about it if you're really not going to budge on this. Uh, look, uh, I just feel like this is the deal. You can go ahead and think about it, okay? But when you make the decision, let's, you know, let's not do it on the radio, okay? Yeah, that's a good and call. Good it, call. Um, I just really think, I mean, if, and if you want to sit down with us and, and – uh, for a little longer and talk about this, that's fine. But we've made our decision where where the finances are concerned. The world's tough. The world's not going to meet you halfway. Aaron, your dad raises some good points, so you you got something to think about, yeah? I guess so. I still think it's unfair, but I'll try and think about what he says. Uh, well, he has the room, and you do not. So, um, and and for the record, uh, Dad, I'm kind of on your side on this one. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Listen, I mean, uh, I'm not trying to gang up on my son here, but I mean, I listen to you guys all the time, and and I appreciate your calling because I mean, I think that that uh, it's good for him to have other sounding boards, you know, other people to talk to. It's not family to say, okay, let's, let's see if we can look at this a little more objectively. So, well, well, he's got a whole bunch of people that he that he sounded this idea <laughs> off on. Uh, Aaron, take a look at your options, man. Uh, your dad's laying out a good proposal, I think. So, take a lo- long, hard look at it, okay? Okay. I'll try. All right. We will talk to you guys later, all right? Thanks a lot, guys. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. The dad raises a great point. He raises a great point. You just have to have a plan, too. You can't just, you know, So based off of that, would you charge your kids rent if they wanted to move back in? If they wanted to live there for, like, a year, yes. Yes. See? Yes. There you go. If it's, like, a month to help them get on their feet and find a new place and all that kind of stuff, but if they're going to be, like, my new roommates, then... Listen, yeah. Jonah and Shaughnessy uh, are like halfway done with high school, and we're charging them rent right now. <laughs> You're terrible. That's horrible. It's New Country 1031. This is New Country 1031 with Tim and Chelsea. So we talked to Aaron and his dad, David, just a little while ago. Aaron decided that, you know what, college isn't for him, and he is done with it. He got some jobs to bring some money in, yeah. but he has to move home for a little while to save up to get his own place, cheaper place. And his parents are charging him rent. So if you had an adult kid that had to move back home for whatever reason, would you charge them rent? Yes or no? And that's, we won't talk about the utilities of the food, but just rent. So, and Chelsea, would you? Um, 
like I said, it just depends on the time frame. Like if it was a couple of months, I wouldn't, you know, if they're like just trying to get like on their feet and then get their own place and be living their, you know, own lives as an adult because that's their choice. That's what they want to do and not stay in school. Then it would be fine for like a couple of months. But if it's like a year or two years, no, like, no, no, you made this choice to leave college. Right. You want to be a fully functioning adult, then go be an adult. That's that's your choice. So so let, all right, so let's say it's a year. So they're moving back in with you for a year. So you would charge you would charge them rent. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, if it was a year, yeah. And uh, yeah, and and I feel the same way. I mean, for what? Now here's the deal. Or you it, just have to contribute in some facet. Like there's got to be some way. Yes. That you are contributing to being in that household for that long of a time. Now, like, because otherwise, it's like that movie, like Failure to Launch. Matthew McConaughey is like. Over 30 years old living with his mom and dad. It's like, you have no reason to leave. Right. You know? Then you're like, well, this is amazing. I wouldn't leave either. Well, here's the deal. Like, you know, we would charge the kids rent, but not not enough where they can't save enough to get out. Right. You know, so we right. would, okay, let's work to But you. there's got to be some sort of something that motivates them to not stay with you forever. And you know what? Just a, a behind the scenes, like I was with you. You moved, When you moved out and went to college, you never went back. No, and that, and that's the same way. The the, the yeah. summer that I moved out, went to college, never went back and lived with them with them again. Right. Uh, so, would you charge your kids rent? All right. Text coming in on the text line. Um, Dan said, "I might not charge a full share, but I would charge something." I think that Dad is obviously trying to encourage his son to stay in school, and I agree with him. Right. Um, I, Ma- we saw that tactic. Yes. Yeah. Mary said, "I would." Let my son move back in and charge him rent, but I would put all that money that he gave me aside and then give it back to him when it was time for him to move out to put towards his new apartment. I think that would teach him about budgeting, help him in the long run, but I but I do agree with a lot of the dad's points. I mean, that's a different take on that for sure. That's a really good idea, too. Right. So then it's like they think that they're, they are contributing, but you're actually saving it them for like a little nest egg, which is very kind. That's nice. Uh, Mary Jo said, I'm on the dad's side. My adult daughter came home during COVID for a few months. It has now been over two years, Uh-oh. and she is not paying anything. Uh-oh. She uh, has a degree, which she chose not to use, so money is always an issue. Don't cave, charge rent. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun stuff's going on in there, <laughs> Mary Jo. You okay? Okay. A little tense. Um, Jill said, uh, my parents said, you go to college or you get a job and pay rent. Uh, truth is, I was paying the cable bill and $200 per month when I was in high school. Wow. wow. Okay. Jill. Teaching you some stuff early, man. That's tough. Ooh. Well, uh, you know, and here's the David, the dad, actually raised an amazing point. I, I didn't even, th- I didn't even think about it. Like your third choice is to save up and pay me and your mother back for the year we just spent on tuition. Yeah. I mean, it's a little harsh, but I mean, you know. And you living there, and you know those it, expenses. It's a valid point. Yeah. Um, Emily said when my mom actually charged me five hundred dollars a month. Um, but then when I move out, moved out, she gave all the money back to me towards my place. That's a really good idea. That's really cool. That's a really and good it, like, idea. like I said, it, it motivates you to, right, to budget, to think about it. Um, and then, you know, then your parents were like, good job, you did it. Here's, I mean, the, you know, they're better people that. than I am. I mean, cause well, no one's arguing that. I would pull me. up in a new car going, thanks, kids. <laughs> <laughs> guys want to go for a ride? <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I know it's so true. You guys, look at this two-bedroom apartment you guys rented. Just Woo. kidding. Wow. Have, your mom and I have always wanted a convertible. Ooh, come sit in these ac seats. God, they blow right in all the right places. <laughs> My butt is like ice cold, thanks to you. <laughs> all right. That would be a little much then. If anybody else, uh, follow for more parenting tips at timleary.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Three things you need to know to start your day with Tim and Chelsea. We will tell you who the front runner is to replace Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune. It's actually a no-brainer. Probably would happen, but it's less than 24 hours after Pat even said he was retiring. We haven't even thought about anybody yet. (laughs) Really, Pat, we're sorry to get out. We'll tell you that story here in just a second. Welcome to uh, Wednesday. Top three things you need to know. Last night, uh, Panthers put up a good fight during the series, but the Golden Knights just dominated the last game of the Stanley Cup. The Silver Trophy to the Golden Knights in their sixth National Hockey League season. The Vegas Golden Knights have won 
the Stanley Cup. I mean, an absolutely incredible team. They're just so I mean, good. they were I mean, it was a, they were a force. It was it was okay, you know, the second period like there's a chance. There's a chance. Well, coming out of the but second there period, they were, they were four to one. Four to one, which, like I said, okay. It's not insurmountable. We, we've done that before. But then. And but then, it's not helpful if they score, you know. Five more goals. Five more goals is <laughs> hurtful. It hurts. They were unbelievable. And that one with the open net that he didn't, it wasn't even a flat puck. It rolled all the oh, way God. across the ice. I mean, just they were unbelievable. Um, so your Golden Knights are your 2023 Stanley Cup winners. And I don't know about you. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself at 11 o'clock tonight. Uh, maybe you'll be sleeping. I don't know. I'm going to be so wide going, Who's what's, what's happening? Why is there any sports on? It's It's been quite a couple of weeks, months here. Months. It feels like a decade where we've been watching <laughs> like all these playoffs. And now, yes, they've come to an end. Good job, Florida. You guys tried your hardest. Right. Hey, hey, listen, they were great series. They it was were great. Really it was, great it was fun series. for us to watch, but we're all tired now. All right. <laughs> Yesterday, of course, all eyes on Miami, the arraignment of former President Trump, and he pleaded not guilty to all 37 counts. He's been uh, ordered not to talk to any witnesses, although we don't really know who all of them are. Um, then he proceeded to get into the uh, caravan, went to a Cuban restaurant, bought lunch for everybody in the restaurant. Oh, God, I love a good Cuban sandwich. Oh, God, I could go for one of those. Me too. Oh, yes. And Even the ones at 7-Eleven are delicious. Then Press flew, them. Oh, sorry. Then flew home to Jersey, um, where he, in Trump fashion, addressed the day. Today we witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. Um, and you know what? That's just the starting gun yeah. of what's going to be a year and a half long mess. Some people are saying it's going to be quick. Other people saying it's going to be drawn out. A lot of people are like, well, if you're indicting Trump, why aren't you indicting Biden? And right. why didn't you indict Hillary when she erased 30,000 emails? Right. So, I mean, but you know what? Just questions. Valid questions. Valid questions. But here's the thing is that, you know, the peasants like you and I Whoa. and the public, we mean, we're only we're only given like that much information. Yeah. I mean, really, what the freak is going on with this clown show? Yeah. <laughs> so we will follow the details. But I mean, just everybody <laughs> buckle up. But who knows what we're actually getting? Yeah, it's it's not going to be. This is not going to be an easy journey. Pat Sajak announced yesterday on Twitter that he was indeed leaving Wheel of Fortune after 41 years as the host. Incredible! Everybody just got the the warm feels and the warming of the cockles, and then about 22 hours later, they had a replacement for him. <laughs> I don't think and, they like meant intended it to come out that quickly but it did yeah hold that thought for one second um the choice i'm like in auto host mode all the time so i don't know that yeah. i'd be able to sit behind the desk and just give feedback i'd want to do that yeah. then toss the commercial welcome back how are you, you know, all the, <laughs> all, and that would be too much um ryan seacrest is the front runner replacement right now for pat sajak and let's face it that's a no-brainer. It makes sense. That, it really, I mean, that fits. It really does make sense. Because what they don't want to do is go through the debacle that they went through with when trying to replace Alex Trebek on, on Jeopardy. Oh, God. That was a train wreck. And they're wreck. like, all right, everybody, send your votes in. We're right. We're going to do a poll. Oh, God. It, it was like in the well. forefront of the news for like months. And nobody, well, not a lot of people watch the thing. I mean, yes, they do. But it, so Ryan Seacrest will be the front runner for the replacement. And- it should take all of an hour to decide that. I mean, I think he'll... I, I don't know how you need to consult on that for three years, but Here. good for you, Pat. Ryan, here are the keys. Um, there's an 18-wheeler full of cash out in the parking lot. This is yours, buddy. There you go. God, it's so it's absolutely who you. He's so lucky. Well, how much... Well, here's the thing. He doesn't have to do anything. No. He could, like, stop everything right now and never worry about it. But let's be honest. Is he really doing anything? All right, spin the wheel. Well, well, Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> good job, Ryan. Boy, oh, is he good. Over to you, Vanna. How much is he worth? Hey, it's $450 million. <laughs> He's worth four hundred. million. Don't you ever just, like, see something and you're like, God, how did that person just get right there? So good for them. I do that every day. Oh. I drive through neighborhoods going, what did you do to get this house? What is it that you did? Did you print money? <laughs> I do that. Like, sometimes on boat rides, I play this game while I'll never live there. But, like, Ryan Seacrest <laughs> is like, we're, like, in an industry that he's in, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, it's called the bottom feeders. How does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. All right, everybody. Here's somebody who likes to sing. Welcome to American Idol. <laughs> There you go. And now over to Chelsea. And now Tim and Chelsea present another unusual arrest here in Florida. Where did this Florida man come from? Florida man. This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031. Passes the Disney water park. Absolutely, we have them. 855-400-9475. Your chance for those passes right now. Just be the first person to tell us of these three stories. Who is the man from Florida? All right, here we go. We have a man robbing two banks. But leaving the money in his getaway car that was then stolen. <laughs> you had one job. You literally had one job. Just lock the car. <laughs> lock the car. <laughs> Next. I mean, how did he think that that wasn't going to be stolen? Let's see. What do I do with all this cash? Well, I'm going to put it right in the front seat. I have throw it in the. I'll throw it in the seats. Did you have the keys? Did you grab the keys? You left the keys in the car on top of the cash. Your your windows didn't have any tint on them, did they? No. Next. No. We have police on the search. For a 300-pound cannon that was stolen from a historic site. Apparently, it is also a working replica. You know what? Honestly, if I were the cops and somebody successfully stole a 300-pound cannon, let them have it. You know what? You worked hard for that. Did I mention it's, it's a working cannon? I, well, yeah, but you could, if you really want to get them at that point, just wait. To, I mean, how many places can you buy cannonballs at? Not a lot. Let me know. There's certain things I don't ever want to search on our work computer just because I feel like they really can come back on me. What? Where you buy cannonballs? Yeah, they're like, see, look, she did it. Girl, well, this, this girl down in Florida is down what? there. Just Google it. Where do you buy cannonballs? Oh, my God, you weirdo. Not you now. Okay. Let's do it afterwards. Where do you buy cannonballs? I'll get back to you. Make sure you keep the word cannon in there. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> This because, is not good. Because then you would have a, a conference with Brian, the chief engineer. Where do you buy cannonballs? This is ridiculous. Next. Would you move on? I can't. Now you've got me over here. I'm like, squirrel. Okay. Now we have a man arrested for calling 911 when his kitten was denied entry into a nightclub. Was it his emotional support kitten? It was. Well, no. If it was, it would have been okay. He didn't have apparently the correct This is my emotional paperwork. support kitten. God, it's really not as easy to buy a cannonball as you would think. Right? That Just go show up at that. Bob's Cannonball Emporium. Just sit down and wait. Whoever comes in first looking for cannonballs, there's your guy. Man. <laughs> There's only four types of cannonballs, and now I'm all in it. Yeah. I'm all in. It's not that hard of detective work. I mean, is it a scatter shot? Is it a battering projectile? Solid shot? I don't know. God, I don't know. I oh, mean, Amazon. God, you could always count on Amazon. You can buy cannonballs on Amazon? All right, we gotta move on. 855 400 9475. Who do you think is the man from Florida? And you win yourself some Disney water park passes. This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031. Hi, New Country 1031. Who's this? Hi, this is Beth. Hi, right, Beth. Hi, Beth. We wanna give you passes to Disney water park. A man from Florida, hear your stories. We have a man robbing two banks, but leaving the money in his getaway car that was then stolen. Whoops. Police looking for a 300 pound cannon. Stolen from a historic site. Apparently, it is a working replica. And a man arrested for calling 911 when his kitten was denied entry into a nightclub. All right, Beth, who do you think is the man from Florida? Hmm, it's a hard one today. I'm going to just say the kit. Number friend. three, the cat into the nightclub. That is correct. Wow. Nice yeah. job, Beth. Way to go, honey. Beth, you got yourself passes at Disney Water Park. Four. Four tickets. Family four-pack. Nice, nice. The husband's daughter will like it. <laughs> All right, wait, wait a second. Before we go, yeah, where is uh, where are the other two stories? Uh, Cannonboy, Pennsylvania, and the man robbing two banks and having his car stolen is Minnesota. <laughs> Beth, congratulations. Enjoy the passes to Disney Water Park. Thank you. You guys, thank you. Thank Hold, you, thank you, New you are You are quite welcome. Hold on line. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Jim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. Now, coming up at 8.30, we talked about this a little earlier. Your calls and texts, 855-400-9475. What got you motivated to get back to exercising and working out? All right, we've had some great suggestions. Yep. Uh, Chelsea asked me yesterday, when was the last time you worked out? Which literally was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I could have cared less after that. So we'll, we'll tell you all about it. But what motivated you to get back to working out and exercising. 855-400-9475.
It's Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1. What was it that finally inspired, motivated, whatever word you want to use, for you to get off the couch and start exercising and working out again? Call or text right now. We were talking about this a little earlier. This is based off of a a question that Chelsea started a conversation with me off air yesterday, right? Mm, Yeah. I don't even know what brought that up. We were talking about... You're, honestly, we were talking about, like, your day and, like, going home after work and just passing out and crashing on the couch for hours. Oh, God, it's like heaven. And I was like, Timothy, when was the last time you, like, worked out or did something, you know, active? Right. Other than snoring and sleeping. Well, okay, so drooling. once we got into it, honestly, if I'm going to be completely transparent, the last time I was on a workout program was, like, a year ago, like, right now. When I did that company competition to walk right. whatever ten thousand steps a day, that that's base. After that, that ruined you. After that, I just I could have cared less about doing anything. I didn't even didn't even raise like one cell of guilt. Yeah, because like I said, I think that that was such a and granted it was this fun competition that was supposed to be great in the company, but the, it was just so ridiculous. You were walking, you were walking, like five hours a day. Which is just stupid. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. You know, if you're going to be healthy, it's got to be consistent and working out. It's like, you know, 30 to 40 minutes a day. Like, that's it. Right. You doing that for a month, five hours a day, just literally made you miserable. And then afterwards, you weren't, you didn't want to do anything. No, I didn't. It's not that I didn't want to. I didn't you did do not. anything. Yes. I, I just... And here's the thing. Which, so, the consistency went right out the window. Anything in, like, moderate, gone, you know? I haven't felt the urge to, and here's the, I know that I should be. I know I know I should be exercising, working yeah. out. Again, not getting younger, going the other way. But, I mean, this seems really weird to say, but I could care less. I know that seems so awful to say. Yeah. But there's just, I don't give a crap. <laughs> so, I'm just like looking. Even when you're just like, you're so tired. Don't you feel like you're tired all the time? No, I still, I still sleep the same way I've done for 20 years. Like literally, that that's except when I was when I was running and doing all the and working out, uh, working out, and all that sort of stuff. I would come home, drop everything, turn around, go out running or work out, then come home, eat lunch, and then crash. Right. But you know that schedule is easily manipulated. Just don't work out. Just because when Sleep I go home longer. <laughs> when I go home and I sit down, done, game yeah. over. Which I get, and we and I agree. And people always ask like us, you know, how our schedules work. I'm the same way. I have to go home and work out right after we get off the air. Otherwise, it, everything just starts to like kind of come down, and you're just a little lethargic, and you get tired. If you eat, you're done. You cannot eat a meal. And, and that's the other thing. You have to go home and work out right away, and then you can eat, and then you can relax. And I, I only probably nap like maybe like. 30 to 45 minutes a day. Oh, God, you amateur. Well, um, no, that's my thing. You do, like, three hours. Right, but then I'll be up until whatever time right. of night. So, and here's the other thing. Eating has not been my best friend either because I'll come in here and I'll try to do the sad little mm-hmm. pansy oatmeal pack. <laughs> so I'll stop doing that and I'll just go home and eat. Just crush a, a huge, huge meal. Crush a huge yeah. meal. And then, like, the most unhealthy thing, I mean, and the, here's the thing. Way out of shape. No, I'm overweight. Still looking for what is going to motivate. And don't yeah. say life because life is not going to. You're going to live longer. <laughs> I mean, it does. I mean, that does. I'm serious. I, I I know I sound horrible. Living. Nah, not really interested. Living. The, that living. Not, that's not the currency I'm looking for here. Living longer Timothy. doesn't cut it. Really? No, it doesn't. You don't care about living for your kids, walking your daughter down the aisle? Yes. Don't I'll... you feel awful if Shaughnessy has no dad because you're dead? Well, I wouldn't feel awful because I'd be dead. I mean. Timothy. <laughs> I'm not really feeling anything. You want to, like, walk your yeah, daughter I down the it, aisle. I get it, but you got to like, understand. Do you like, get it? Just say, like, yeah, I, I do like, get I like it. Like I'm, trying to, I'm trying to tug at some emotional string do here. Do we have any text for suggestions? And I feel like you're blowing it off. I, I, it's not that I'm blowing I'm it off. I'm trying to it's work just, through this. It's too, I'm like. trying to work through it. Okay, it's too ethereal. For, like, you'll live longer. You'll be able to see your grandchildren, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I get all that stuff. But that still is not enough to get my butt off the couch. I'm sorry, it's just not. I'm being I am being as honest and real as yep, possible. I, I don't even know what to do with that because if living doesn't motivate you, dude, I don't know I don't know what will. Right? Right? 
Okay, so we're gonna table that for a second. And uh, like people said, personal trainers. I, I can make a personal trainer change careers. Okay, so Jill, not sure your text is gonna help, but I'm gonna read it anyway. Um, she said her mom passed away at 67, and her dad at 23, Oof. and she just decided that's what needed. She needed to get healthier um, and change the pattern. So um, she's still exercising, choosing healthier options, no processed food. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic. Great for you, Jill. Um, Maria said, what motivated me to start working out and get into shape is that I just finally got sick of not looking as good as I know I could be. Work hard pays off. No pain, no gain. Um, let's see. Let's see. What motivated me to start working out and get into shape is that I just... Nope, nope, nope. That's another one. Same one, same one. Sorry, Maria. Um... Sorry, you've just thrown me for a loop here. That Why life. did I throw you for a loop? Because you literally said that living does not motivate you, and I don't know how to work okay, with that. Okay, but you know what I'm talking about when I say that, all right? there's, It's no, not that I want to die, right? <laughs> That's not it. But, you know, like, so, so all right, look at the so suggestion. You, went to so, a, you go to a doctor, and you get blood work done, because this is exactly what happened to my husband. You go to a doctor and get blood work done, and they say, if you can't change this, this, and this, you're going to be dead before you're 50. That wouldn't scare you probably and make would. you change? Probably. Because I think it really would. Right. If a doctor's telling you, you have this, this, and this, which crazily enough is what happened to my husband last year. And you know Bo. Right. He is in what you would say pretty good shape. Pretty good shape. Active guy. Um, but sometimes there's things going on inside of you genetically that you really don't even know about. Um, and my husband went and got blood work done. And, I mean, they sat him down and they were like, look – we're going to show you all this. And they pretty much told him, if this doesn't change, you'll be dead before you're 50. And he's in pretty good shape. And that Once again, he's in really good shape. So on the outside. And you're expecting this pep talk to work? Well, I'm trying to scare the <laughs> crap out of you. How am I doing? Um, because it's, cause guess what? It scared the crap out of him. Because him thinking that he's got 10 years left with his children or his wife or his family right. was a big game changer for him. Um, there was so much going on inside of him that we didn't know about because of his genetics and everything like that. And so he found his motivation is what you're saying. One hundred percent. All right. I'm telling you that you're not going to that you may look good and feel good, but that's not what's really going on was terrifying and shocking for him. So he, you know, has been doing the work and making all those changes and just did his blood work again just a few months ago or this month, actually, and everything's like almost optimal in the green and it's pretty cool i mean it's do it's doable all right that's good that and that's and naturally by the way not with any medications or anything he's not pumping his body full of anything it was all just little you know little things little things all right that's a good motivation what do you i well, I mean, I'm I'm being as serious as possible. I on know. This. I'm just trying to sit here and think, like, do I just bring him a bag of cash and just throw a bag of cash at Leary over here? Let me think about that. Hmm. Do we get one, oh, like a girl in a Wonder Woman outfit to be your trainer? I'm just I'm trying anything here. No, no. What? No, you don't get a girl, girl in a Wonder Woman. <laughs> you want a dude in a Superman you, you outfit? Think, no. I don't, I, what do you want? I'm <laughs> trying to help. Keep the text coming. Back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. Okay, and I'm text, I'm quoting text. Let's see, this just in from WPTV's T.A. Walker. Maybe Tim just wants to be fat and happy. Ha, 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 ha. Response from Chelsea, and I'm quoting, have you met Tim? Ha, 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 ha. All I wrote was, have you met Tim? <laughs> T.A. did it, LOL. I may have sent some sort of gif of an angry man, and he, ha, 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 did that. All right, so here, this is what, what we're discussing. Like, a lot of people get to the point where they just, they, they don't work out, they don't exercise anymore. I, I, I was well beyond that point. Like, literally a year ago is kind of when I stopped. Right. And I know I'm way out of shape. No, I'm way overweight. Um, but, how, I mean, how do you just get back? I mean, I get out there and I start doing it, and I yeah. get really bored. Really bored real quick. So, I mean, what inspired you to start working out again? 855-400-9475. All right. Text coming in on the text line. Um, my son's wedding. I do not want to be the old fat guy at the bachelor party. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I know That's that. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah. We need to get Tim a good bachelor party. Jonah's 17. Let's, let's, let's slow I mean, the roll on that. We can find other people. 
I'm um, not going to go crash somebody's bachelor party. That's creepy. You've crashed worse, Timothy. Uh, next, we had a text in from Greg who said, I'm exercising every day until the 4th of July because my family and I are going to Greece and I want to look like a Spartan. Let's go, Greg. Got to have goals. Good I for mean, you. that's nice. Good for you. Starring his own 300 movie. I think that's amazing. Um, let's see. Another text came in and said, uh, hi, this weekend an event for uh, veterans is having a 20-mile ruck, which gave me inspiration to exercise. My name is Dina. I needed to do this for my health. I love That's it. awesome. All right. That's freaking cool. Okay. Somebody else texted. Natalie said, how about we challenge Tim to get a full blood workup? If the docs say he's fine with no working out, then he gets to keep being unmotivated. Um, for me, I know I should work out too, but I'm so sleep deprived that I'm prioritizing sleep and me time over working out. Um, and I get that. Like, you know, you've got to listen to your body and know if there's days where you're like, okay, my you, body you needs to rest. sometimes physically shut down. Yeah. Right, like sometimes that. it's okay to have like a rest day and just, and whatever, but it's a little different than having a, you know, rest day every day. Um, I'm potential energy. But yeah, exactly. Uh, Stephanie said, I saw pictures of myself and I just wasn't happy. I started Weight Watchers 11 weeks ago and with exercising and watching what I was eating, I've lost 20 pounds and looking really? to another awesome. 10 to 20. But I definitely feel better. And I think that's what it is. I think it's just the, the, the feeling of having more energy, especially in how we work and how our schedules are. I think just feeling good and feeling healthy and having the energy in the afternoon is what's like my big thing. Yeah, but what well, you're you're religious about it. I mean, because like, I need to do it for my mental health to feel good. Yeah, I can see. I mean, these yeah. are all great suggestions yeah. and motivations too. I mean, it's just it's that one thing that you know. Even after I did that, you know, month long whatever it was last yeah. year. You know, I would I'd be like, all right, we got a great start, got a good foundation. Yeah, I, Let's keep it going. And I think to your point though, you keep saying the same thing. There's a theme here, is that you keep saying you're bored. So everything that you've been doing, you're bored. So you need because it's, it's boring. Well, but that's my <laughs> that's my thing. You're not doing what's what's going to motivate you. And I get that because I've tried a lot of different workouts, a lot of different things. And so either you need to find that one thing that you actually enjoy that you're like, man, that that went by really quickly and I didn't even realize I was, you know, doing that. Right. Kind of thing. Like you need to find that type of workout for you or diversify your workout so you're not doing the same thing every single day and you're changing it up and doing something different. That's all. It's all about just like, you know, Figuring out what's going to work. That actually, this. that was useful. That was. But it's because I have been through that. I've done, and I do something like similarly different every single day. Right. So that I don't get bored. And I'm not like unmotivated because I'm like, this feels like so monotonous. And yeah, because when, when you're doing the workout and you're like, oh my God. This, when whatever. is this over? When is it over? Right. When is this over? All I've right. Recommendations uh, that's not a, you actually, you helped out a little bit there. Look at me. Wow, man. Just, I'm here for you, Larry. Sun shines on a dog's butt every once in a while. <laughs> How about that? And now, back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. I got to tell you, I love this game. I know you do. This is, this is fantastic. Games are fun. The stories are amazing. We can all play along. Father's Day is Sunday, and we are playing a new game this week called Whose Dad Did It? This is how you play. 855-400-9475. Call or text. I'm going to tell you a story. That happened to either Chelsea or I with our dads. All you have to do is be the first person to tell us whose dad did it. Chelsea's dad or my dad? Here we go. Because let's face it, all dads have done some pretty epic stuff. Oh, yeah. Start for life. All right, today's story. This dad separated from his 11-year-old while snorkeling. Just basically ditched the child. That child returned to the boat by themselves only to see said dad flagging, wanting them to drive the boat about 30 yards because the dad had apparently speared a fish. At the same time, he was also being circled by a shark. It's just amazing. It it's, keeps getting better and better. It sounds like a bad movie, but in fact, it's someone's actual life. Let, let me just catch that last moment of yumminess here. Again... Said dad who had ditched that child. How old was the child again? 11 years old. Wow, that's young. The child had to go back to the boat. By themselves. And by themselves. Mm. Only to be waved down. To, that dad said, hey, bring the boat over here. I've got me a 
fish on the spear. Mm-hmm. And by the way, sharky, sharky. The shark is circling. You want to get over here a little faster. But don't run me over either. 855 400 9475. Call or text right now. Whose dad did it? It just doesn't matter. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. Isn't it though? And Chelsea's right. Chelsea's right. Based on these stories of our dads, it is amazeballs that we got to the age. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's it's actually a miracle. It just proves that Jesus is alive. Jesus is watching us. (laughs) Miracles upon miracles. Whose dad did it? Call or text right now. It's New Country 1031. This is Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. Whose dad did it? Oh, in honor of Father's Day happening Sunday, whose dad did it? Tell you a uh, quick scenario. Something that happened to either Chelsea or myself involving our dads when we were growing up. All you have to do is be the first person to guess whose dad. Well, you can be any person. Whose dad did it? All right, here's the story. This dad separated from his 11-year-old child while snorkeling. Blew said child off. Hey, whatever. It's a big, big world. Start swimming. <laughs> Oh, he snorted. That was Tim, not me. I just want to point out. This child returned to the boat alone by themselves, only to see said dad flagging them down, warning them to drive the boat over about 30 yards because this dad had speared a fish. Good eats. Um, Conversely, he was being circled by a shark at that time, who was also interested in the fish. There you go. Today's little... Brick of gold. So Whose dad did it? Guesses coming in. Uh, Chelsea's dad was the first guess. Uh, we also have a guess from Chris from PSL saying Tim's dad. And Judy, just reading a couple text messages that are coming in. Uh, Judy said has to be Chelsea's dad. One more for Chelsea's dad. And the answer? It was my dad. There you go. So, there you go. Just to give you now, now that you know, and I can give a little more information, since it is my story, uh, was snorkeling with my dad, just he and I, in the Bahamas, when I was 11. So he and I were out in the boat by ourselves. My mom wasn't there. There was no one else. So far, your mom hasn't really played a big role in your childhood. <laughs> she skips out on the scary parts, apparently. Right. And um, so. We're snorkeling, we're, you know, together, and then I realize all of a sudden that I'm very alone and by myself, and I'm like, well, where the hell did he go? (laughs) And it's not like we're near anywhere. I mean, we're literally in the middle of the friggin' ocean, you know, off Elbow Key. Like, that's, I mean, it's not like an easy swim for me to there. Right. I can see the boat. Oh, good. But we're very, we're far off the shore right now. God, this just stinks of safety. I know. And, like, once again, by myself. Don't see my dad anywhere. I'm 11. And by the way, when I was 11, I looked like I was seven. <laughs> I was a very small 11-year-old. To a shark, you look pretty tasty. So I Look sw- an appetizer, everybody. I swim back to the, our boat by myself, and I'm, like, looking around, and I see him nowhere. And I'm just like, all right, well, now I'm, I'm on the boat. I'm by myself now on the boat. And then finally, I see a spear come up out of the water, and he has speared, well, I will say, a beautiful hogfish. And I was like, oh, damn it, there he is. But he is far. He is not close. He's far away, and he's waving to me to come over. He's signaling me, drive over drive here, over girl. Here. And I'm like... Has he taught you how to drive the boat yet? I know how to drive a boat at this point, but I also, let's keep in mind still, I'm over, a, like, beautiful reefs, you know, and it's super shallow and trying to navigate through all the reefs to get to where he is. Right. It's not like just blowing it out in the middle of the channel on the intercoastal. And... I didn't do that, guys. <laughs> and so I'm, like, navigating to try to get over to him. And once I get close, not trying to run over my father either, I realize the reason he's made me drive all the way over to him is because there are sharks. And I said only shark. It was two. Two sharks circling him. But God forbid we don't have that hog snapper tonight. Well, you know, it's this is the way, you know, I, I know your dad fairly well. This is the way Bud thinks. He would say, I'm higher on the food chain. You ain't getting my hogfish. All right? I don't care. You're Lemon, really, you're black really, tip, tiger, really don't care. When it really comes to a shark, you're really not higher on the food chain, Tim. Well. How, when was the last time you saw a person attack a shark? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no. Please tell me. I can't wait to hear. I'm not saying I think that way. I think Bud thinks that way. <laughs>
All right, so that's cool. Yep. So uh, maybe maybe tomorrow or Friday, if there's another story about your dad, I'm good. Maybe mom makes a cameo. I feel like it's a lot of therapy. Like there, I, I mean, just, I, I have a lot to talk about. So far, your mom has just been a smoke show. <laughs> but she doesn't want to come and see what he d- used to do. It was like out of sight, she out of mind. She doesn't want to see him be circled by sharks, spearing a hogfish. No, she's leaving like, his 11 year old daughter in the middle of the ocean. No, I'll have pina coladas ready when you get home. Bye bye bye. I love unpacking your family memories. Oh, honey, me too. It's just so Boy, is it fun. Oh, God, it's great. It's the best. The best. The best. Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031.